God is good. I heard it way in the back. All the time. Wow. I am blessed by what comes out of my mouth. I will be judged by what comes out of my mouth. Man, I don't need to preach already. Y'all ready? Stretch your hand toward me tonight. Father, in Jesus' name, Father, I thank you that no corruptible word comes out of my mouth, only what brings faith and edification to the hearer. Lord, I thank you that I say what you have me to say, Lord. Remove all flesh from this place tonight, God. Have your way, Lord. Let us leave here tonight knowing, God, that life and death are in the power of the tongue. And everybody said, Amen. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Let me get it all laid out here. Some light so I can see. How are y'all tonight? Y'all alive out there? Y'all been a little bit quiet for Saturday night compared to the last two, but it's all good. Amen. Todd, are you ready? Marvin, are you ready? Pastor Marvin. Glory to God. Pastor, your words are creative. What comes out of your mouth matters. Say that. What comes out of my mouth matters. Why? Because we operate in a voice-activated system. Give me my first scripture, Brother Marvin. John 1.1 In the beginning... Before all time was the Word Christ, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God Himself. He was present originally with God. All things were made and came into existence through Him, and without Him was not even one thing made that has come into being. So who made it? God. How did He do it? He spoke it out of his mouth. Now, this is not scripture I gave you guys, but I want you to turn to Genesis 1. Now, you guys have heard this out of me before. It's been a while. Hold that music back, Marvin, just a little bit for me. There you go. That's better. Thank you. Voice-activated system. I love this. The earth in verse two, chapter one. The earth was out was out excuse me, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. Now Instead of reading the whole chapter, the first chapter of Genesis for you, I'm just going to paraphrase and skip down. Because in chapter 6, excuse me, verse 6, Then God said, Let there be the firmament and the mist of the waters. Verse 9, Then God said, Oh, just follow me on just a second here. Verse 11, Then God said, Verse 14, Then God said, He's creating the heavens and the earth the whole seven days. Verse 20, then God said, now let's skip all the way to verse 26. And I love this. 
Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let him have dominion over the fish in the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and to every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in, his, in, in the image of God he created him male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and he said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Every living thing that moves on the earth, I am to have authority over it, dominion over it. Amen? Now, through this whole process, the first seven days, God is speaking out of His mouth. He is creating out of His mouth. Everything that's coming out of His mouth is being formed. Amen? It's being formed. Y'all with me? So, God spoke the world into existence. I am created in His image in verse 26 therefore now i do what god does now go to ephesians go to my next verse there ephesians uh, 5 1 through 2 therefore be imitators of god copy him and follow his example as well beloved children intimate of uh, Imitate, excuse me, their father and walk in love, esteeming and delighting in one another as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a slain offering and sacrifice to God for you so that it became a sweet fragrance. The very thing, somebody corrected my, my grammar on there, thank you. Imitate their father. How many times have you seen this little, your, 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 your children themselves, where they imitate what you do? When Rachel was little, I bet she ran around and did everything that you did, right? All the rest of us, they imitate what they see their father or their mother do. Now, God is telling me right here to be an imitator of Him and to copy what He does. You getting this? You thought, well, well, I've never created a world. Well, maybe you hadn't opened your mouth. Maybe you hadn't started speaking yet. Oh, stick with me. Y'all looking at me like that. Three heads. It'll be all right. I am created in His image. Therefore, I do what He does. And it begins with the words out of my mouth. Now, I want you, let's go to, uh, Marvin, let's go to Colossians 3, 1 through 4. Now, Colossians 3, 1 through 4. If then you have been raised with Christ to a new life, thus sharing His resurrection from the dead, aim and seek the rich eternal treasures that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God, and set your mind. Now, I want you to mark this right here, because we're going to get into this real, real, real deep. Set your mind, as deep as I can get you. That's a laugh. Y'all laugh right there. 
That was funny. Come on. Man. Come on, lighten up. And set your mind and keep them set on what is above the higher things. Listen up. The higher things, not on the things that are on the earth. For as far as this world is concerned, you have died. And your new, real life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with Him in the splendor of His glory. Set your mind on the high things. Is that not what Jesus did? Come on, I'm to be an imitator of what God does. Is that not what Jesus did? Do you remember the caravan going all of a sudden? Mary and Joseph, hey, where's Jesus? Hey, where's Jesus? Now imagine your 12-year-old kid just disappears. You're in a long caravan, camels in the desert. Jesus disappears. They turn back and go all the way back to the city. And Jesus is in the temple astounding the temple priest because he's confounding them, teaching them on the things, the higher things at 12 years old. He recognized already where his thoughts would be on the higher things things. Amen? Our problem is we are so self-focused on me, myself, and I till we can't focus on the higher things. Right? Oh, I went through this. Man, the last two weeks, God began to show me something. And you know what happens when you focus on yourself, especially when we're in the trial? Remember the last time I spoke, we talked about the functions of the soul. And you get in the trial, you get over here in Jericho, and the war is raging. He's shooting his darts at you, and you're trying to go, oh, I'm, I'm counting it all joy, but it don't feel like joy. Oh, and it keeps shooting and shooting and shooting. And finally, man, you're just you're fighting it off and fighting it off. And all of a sudden, it just kind of creeps in, and now you're focused. Focusing on yourself, that is oppression. That's how the enemy wants you to work. Oppression, what comes next? Depression, what comes next? Obsession, then possession. That is his target. That is his highest priority. Write this down. The devil's highest priority is to get you off, get your mindset off the high things and get them set on you. Because if he can keep you set on you, then he can keep you in turmoil, in your trial, never getting past Jericho, never getting over into Jordan because you're so self-focused on what's going on with little old me, myself, and I. Amen? Set. Keep your mindset on the higher things. You know, I had a trial. This is very recent. Last 10 days. Man, I was I was in it. I was in it. I felt like there was a bullseye on my back and right in the middle of my forehead. I'm going, God. I went into worship. Got into worship that morning. My prayers, my worship, it was, you know, I'm a pretty short guy, five foot eight. I don't even think they was getting up to the four foot mark. 
Okay, it was, not, it was nothing. I went, God, I can't deal with this. I can't take it. And you know what the Lord did? First thing he did is he brought you into it. Always you. You know what the Lord said? I was really crying out to God, God, I can't, uh, 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 I can't, no, I cannot do this. And the Lord, you know what he said? Pray for Lee. Now, all of a sudden it hit me. And I began to understand what the Lord was saying to me and the evangelist, the one that's the motivator, the one that gets up and he begins to crank up and he began to encourage himself as David did in, in Ziglag. I got up and I said, oh God, I thank you right now that Lee goes line by line, precept by precept. I thank you that the knowledge and the wisdom of God comes on her. This is my prayer in my living room. You should have seen Maggie. Maggie was going, woof, woof. She was just a carrying on. I'm telling you, that dog, you, you, one day when we get to heaven, that dog's going to go, let me tell you about that sermon he preached. I heard, I've heard all this before. And I'm, I'm carrying on in my living room. Nobody's there, but I am praying and lifting that woman up before God. I'm telling you what, from A to Z, I'm praying down the house, and all of a sudden, I begin to feel it begin to lift. Why? Because I wasn't focusing on me anymore. It was on the higher spiritual call that he's got on my life. And I begin, and about the time it's begin to subside, he said, now pray for Gene. And I went over to the apostle. And I did the same thing, and I'm back and forth and back and forth in my den, and I'm just lifting it up, praying out the prayers, speaking it out, being creative in my mouth as it comes forth. And you know, when you just feel that, just that burden, you just, oh, it's such a sick feeling because you can't see God. You can't touch God. You can't feel God. But let me tell you what, after I started praying, and then I went from Lee, I went to Jean, and then the Lord said, now pray for Paige. That's Carol Merrill, by the way. She holds the things in the back. Feel like Monty Hall. Let's make a deal, baby. Anyway. I'm praying now, I'm praying for Paige. I said, God, thank you. I begin to thank him. Thank you for this wonderful, beautiful woman that makes me look good. Lord, thank you that she's my discerner. God, thank you that she comes forth and every step I step, she's right behind me. She's watching over my shoulder. She's got, her, she's got my back and she loves me so much. And as I'm praying all this, man, let me tell you what, I had church in my living room. Why? Because I took myself out of the equation and I began to press it up to God and go for the higher things. I wasn't listening to what the devil said anymore and what his darts say, but my mind was made up. Matter of fact, I did encourage myself. I got the I shall factor. Y'all know that from me. I will be determined. You're not going to hold me down not one more second. Amen? I don't think about me anymore. So here's the thing. Let me just backpedal from last time I spoke. In, over here in the, in the intellect and the reasoning, that's when we're going to say, what kingdom am I going to walk in? Is it going to be the kingdom of God or is it going to be the devil's kingdom? I'm going to make that decision. I'm going to choose the kingdom I'm walking in. And then I come over here and I make a quality decision for God in my will and choice. I will. I will. I shall. I shall. Oh, but now comes the war. Now comes the war right here. And it, what comes 
out of your mouth will determine the outcome of the war. When you don't feel like it. Oh, if I've heard that one time, ministering to people here, I've heard it a million. And I have great compassion because I used to say, I feel, I feel, but you don't know the way I feel. But you don't know the way I feel. I feel like a psychiatrist. Yes, and how did that make you feel? I don't live by how I feel. The just lives by faith. What I speak matters. Create. I am a prophet of my own destiny. What comes out of my mouth will form my world. Amen? I see you in the back. Not you, Larry. The other one. I see you. I love laughter. This man came one time and he had me laying on this floor over here laughing like a hyena. Remember that? You remember that? He finally looked at me because I was holding it. I didn't want to laugh. I did not want to laugh. And he said, why don't you just let go and laugh? <laughs> I started laughing and I cried a laugh so hard. My sides were hurting the next day. Sometimes you just need to let go and let God. Stop fighting your flesh. Speak out what needs to be created in your world. If you're troubling in your flesh and you've got problems with your flesh, then find what the Word says and become the Word. Be an imitator of God. Well, amen. That's just good stuff. Mercy. What did Jesus do? Everything, everywhere he went, his words were creative. Oh, come on. Let me. Oh, man, it's fixed to get happy in here. Fixed to get excited. You know why? He walks up to the tomb. They all been crying. They've been crying. Lazarus has been dead for three days, all wrapped up like a mummy. He's in there. Jesus just walks to the edge, and he goes, Lazarus, come forth. Oh, you know what? Can you imagine all the people going, hmm, this is going to be interesting. Take the things off of him, boys. Give him something to eat. What does his words do? They created life. Can you imagine what Lazarus was going through? This brother's up there. He's, he's chewing the fat with Abraham, Isaac. Man, they're up there just chewing the fat, and all of a sudden, hey, what was that? Y'all hear that? Through the piercing of the division and dimensions of time, here comes Lazarus through the wormhole. From his words that came out of his mouth. When you leave here tonight, I want you to know that when you walk out of this door tonight, everything you say matters. Amen? Come on. Jesus is on the boat. They go wake him up. Hey, Jesus, wake up. There's a storm out here. Don't you see this storm? Don't you care? We're going to die. Wake up. Jesus stands up. Notice, he didn't go. He could have done that. He could have waved his hand and the water would have become like glass. 
But no. He said, peace, be still. Out of his mouth, he created the calmness. Out of his mouth, be the imitator of God. Be the imitator of God. The demons trembled him, trembled from him. He got out of the boat. The demon came and run and fell down at his feet. Why are you here to torment me before my time? Out of his mouth, come out. Everything he said was creative. That's good stuff, right? He's creative. Everything out of my mouth is creative. Nobody loves me. What am I going to do? He said he'd never leave me nor forsake me, nor has he ever seen the righteous on the street begging for bread. Glory to God, get on from me. I know he loves me. Thank you, Chris. Wow. Do what Jesus does. Say what He says. And still, in your children, be creative in your mouth. Everything matters. It is that important. The day of judgment, every word spoken will be judged. Every word. Amen? Let's go to Colossians. Gentlemen, that's going to be 15. Excuse me, 5 through 15. Is that what I've got, Todd? 17, okay. Colossians, please. So kill, deaden, Deprive of power. Okay, listen up. So kill, deaden, deprive of power the evil desire lurking in your members, those animal impulses for all that is earthly in you that is employed in sin. Sexual vice, impurity, sensual appetites, unholy desires, and all greed and covetousness for that is adultery the defi uh, defying of self and other created things instead of God. It is on account of these things, very sins, that the holy anger of God is ever coming upon the sons of disobedience, those who are obstinately opposed to, the, to His divine will, among whom... You also once walked when you were living and addicted to such practices, but now put away and rid yourselves completely of all things, anger, rage, bad feeling toward others, curses and slander. Where does all this come from right here? Who said that? <laughs> Everybody wants to take credit for that. Out of my mouth. They all come out of my mouth. So what kingdom am I going to speak in? Start recognizing how the enemy works in your life. You understand when anger comes, put it down. He said to be slow to speak. Matter of fact, we did this with Bond and with Brooke last night. Be quiet. Be very, very quiet. The devil's wabbit hunting. 
Bugs Bunny, 1959. Yeah. You remember that, don't you? Appreciate it. Come on. Come on. Be quiet. Somebody makes you mad, be quiet. Be quick, slow. Oh, thank you. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, for anger does not bring the righteousness of God. Don't complain. Close your mouth. Close your lips. David said, put a guard on my lips, O Lord, that I may not sin against you. Close your mouth. What happens when I'm speaking that stuff, man? I'm speaking right into the to the pit. All I'm doing is pouring gasoline on the fire. Then you're up here, you're up here trying to get through the trial, and what are you doing? You're negating everything by what's coming out of your mouth. Man, if somebody curses you, bless them. Somebody cuts you off in traffic, I've always said this, give me 15 minutes with anybody, anywhere, behind the wheel of a car, and I'll tell you exactly what's in you. Remember when I first came here? Lee would be right with me, and she'd go, okay, it's all right. Calm down. It's going to be okay. I'm, I'm good. Nothing's wrong with me. I'm good. It is amazing. It is amazing what you discern and what you see when you get free. Give me 15 minutes behind the wheel of a car with anybody and I can tell you exactly what's in you and what needs to come out of you. Be quiet. You know, didn't your mom always say, son, if you can't say anything good, then just don't say anything at all. A wise man keeps silent. Don't complain. Did I say something about don't complaining? Let me tell you something about a wonderful, virtuous, accountable wife. Wow. She's pretty, too. Out in South Georgia. Anyway, we will catch one another now. She'll go, darling, darling, are you complaining? No. What was real comical about it, it happened just the other day, and just as she got it out of her mouth, and she corrected me, and I said, oh, God, thank you. For that. She did the same thing. So what I do? Darling, are you complaining? And she went, no. But you know the wonderful and the joy of that is? Oh, my goodness. She's holding me accountable. What I do when I say matters. That's the joy and the beauty of it. We get irritable. She goes, let that irritability go. Stop it. Man, it just, it, focus got over here a little bit. Right here. Thank God for that. Rubies can't buy it. I love you, sweetheart. Oh, just be quiet. We could learn to bridle the tongue. We could just learn to bridle the tongue. Do not lie to one another, for you have stripped off the old, unregenerated self with its evil practices and have clothed yourselves with the new spiritual self 
which is ever in the process of being renewed and remolded into a fuller and more perfect knowledge upon knowledge after the image, the likeness of Him who created it. In this new creation, all distinctions vanish. There is no room for, and there can be neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, nor difference between nations, whether alien, barbarians, or Scythians, who are the most savage of all. Just a little nugget. Anybody know who the Scythians are? Yeah. It took a teacher. Does anybody know who the Scythians are? I know something Tom don't know. I'm going to love this. The Scythians are the Iranians. Iranians, Iran. Isn't that comical? They're the ones that's trying to get a hold of a nuclear bomb because Adonijah said, I want to make a mud hole of Israel. The Bible says they're the most savage of all. Wow. I didn't say it. Nor slave or free man, but Christ in all and all, everything and everywhere to all men without distinction of person. Clothe yourselves, therefore, as God's own chosen ones, his own picked representatives who are purified and holy and well-beloved by God himself by putting on behavior marked by tender-hearted pity and Mercy, find feeling, a lowly opinion of yourselves, and a lowly opinion of yourselves, and a lowly opinion of yourselves. Y'all got it yet? And a lowly opinion of yourselves. Gentle ways and patience, which is tireless and long-suffering and has the power to endure whatever comes with good temper. Be gentle and forbearing with one another. And if one has a difference, a grievance, or complaint against another, readily pardoning each other, even as the Lord has freely forgiven you, so must you also forgive. And above all things, put on the love and enfold yourselves with the bond of perfectness, which binds everything together completely in ideal harmony, and let the peace the soul harmony which comes from the Christ rule act as umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and selling with finite with thank you. I forgot the last word, guys. Go back. All right, go back. All questions that arise in your minds in that peaceful state to which as members of Christ, one body, you are also called to live and be thankful, appreciative, giving praise to God. How do I do that? With my mouth. Let the word spoken by Christ the Messiah have its home in your hearts and in your mind, in my heart, my cardia, in my mind, my pneuma, and dwell in you and all richness as you teach and admonish and train one another in all insight and intelligence and wisdom in spiritual things as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs making melody to God with His grace in your hearts. How do I make song and melody to God? 
I got to open my mouth. Even if you're like my wonderful, beautiful wife, she looks good, but she can't sing a lick. This one, these two here together sound like two cats in a bucket. I'm telling you. But you know what? When God hears them and they begin to call out and open up their mouth in worship, it becomes the sweet smelling incense. It is the sound that I've been talking about that causes God to rise from the throne when He hears that sound. Praise God. Open up your mouth in worship. Don't you pridefully sit in a church service and not open your mouth. I tried to say that nice. And whatever you do, no matter what it is, in the wor- in word, in word, or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and dependence upon His person. Oh, i got to stop there just for a minute. Let me finish it. Giving praise to God the Father through Him. But in His person. You know, the other day I was telling you about, I was really going through it, and I just carried on in my, in my den. It wasn't between me and my mama. It wasn't between me and Lee. It wasn't between me and Weta. It was between me and my vertical father. I went straight to the source. I don't need the apostle. I don't need the pastor down the street. I need to speak to him. Go directly. Don't pass go. Don't collect 200. Go to him. Always. Pastors are wore out now because you have a hangnail. That's hard, I know, but it's true. Come on. (laughs) You're laughing at me, Kim. Run to Him. Tell Him. Tell Him. I got to say this again. I I remember we had a meeting over here one day on the business side, and I left that meeting, and I was blood mad. I felt like Jesse Duplantis. Remember, he said, can I just resurrect the old man just for a minute? Let me just resurrect the old man just for a minute. Jackie Gleason to the moon. <laughs> come on, man. I got a little fire in me, you know. I come I just I just walked outside, went to the edge of the edge of that sidewalk over there, put my hands on my hips. I didn't say anything to anybody. Not to one person. I went to the edge of the concrete right over here. I stuck my head towards heaven and I began, ooh, did I begin to tell God. God started singing, don't worry. Be happy. La, 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 la. You know that song? A few minutes, all of a sudden, I heard this voice from over my shoulder. Hey, buddy. It was the apostle. What you doing over there? I was looking for a four-leaf clover. See down over here? Well, he said, okay. You ever been called to the principal's office? He said one word to me. One word. That's all it took. Because he knows I want to get it right. He knows I'll submit. He said one word to me when he said it. My spirit went. It's amazing how God will use somebody right by you to mature you. Amen.
somebody you think, oh, just, just one more time. Just one more time. Pow! No. No. For the fruits of the Spirit are long-suffering. Patience. I come before them and I love them. It's amazing when you get this right up here. That love. That love that begins to pour down into you. And it transfers to everything around you. The people that you didn't even like. Now you're slobbering all over them. Because you love them. They're going to call me the crying evangelist. I don't care. You know why? Because I love him. Everything I do now, I'm setting my mind on the higher things. Glory to God. Far peace from when I started speaking a year and a half ago. It's amazing what God will do if you'll set your mind on the higher things. It's amazing. Give me my next scripture, Marvin. What's my time? Somebody give me time. Huh? Every scripture is God-breathed, given by His inspiration, and profitable for instruction, for reproof and conviction of sin, for correction of error and discipline in obedience and for training in righteousness, in holy living, in conformity to God's will, in thoughts, purpose, and action. Every scripture that is spoken, imitated. Everything. Get it. Not just here, here, here. Jesus is here when He's Savior. It's here when He becomes Lord. Amen? Next Scripture. But I tell you, on the day of judgment, men will have to give an account for every idle, inoperative, non-working word they speak. For by your words you will be justified and acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned and sentenced. Man, do I need to explain that? Is that powerful? Does that make you go... Let me guard my mouth. Amen? Go on. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord. My firm, impenetrable rock and my Redeemer. Let the words of my mouth. Let the words of my mouth and my meditation. How many of you meditate? Come on. Man, this is the coolest thing ever for me. God gives me visions. I see things. He gives me revelation. It is cool. Next scripture. Let no fire. This is what I pray every time I speak. The Lord told me to do this. Every time I get up and speak, that's what I'm to, that's what I'm to pray out. 
Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speak as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others as in fitting to the need and the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace God's favor to those who hear it. Give grace, that is His love in action on your behalf to those who hear it. Amen? Let's go. Thank you. For by your words you will be justified and acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. We doubled up on that. Keep going. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who indulge in it shall eat the fruit of it. Okay, let me stop there just for a minute. If I'm going to be creative, if I'm going to be destructive, I will sow, reap, excuse me, what I so, he who has knowledge spares his words. He who has knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding has a cool spirit. Calm, cool, collected. He don't need to speak. He don't need to be heard. For when he does speak, it will be something somebody wants to hear. Amen? God don't need your two cents worth because it's not even worth two cents. Boy, am I talking to me, Kim? Laugh. He don't need my two cents. I'm talking to me. He doesn't need it. He can do more. The Holy Spirit can do more in five minutes than I can do in a lifetime. But now put away and rid yourselves completely of all these things, anger, rage, bad feeling towards other curses and slander and foul-mouthed abuse and shameful utterance from your lips. Keep rolling. Set a guard. This is David. Set a guard, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep watch at the door of my lips that I may not participate. You ever got around a bunch of people and they gossiping? Man, I used to, in my old church, I used to teach the choir. And I got amazed. I would get amazed at the alto section. <clears throat> the alto section. Why? Because they gossip about the soprano section. The tenor section, we just sit there. Seriously? Back and forth. Backbiting. The lead worshipers, now come on. You can't do that. But have you ever been around people? You know how I always say, worship begets worship. It's contagious. Everything God has, he, the devil has too. You get around him, and all of a sudden you'll find you won't talk about him too. Let me expound about that. Well, I'm not gossiping because it's true. Oh, I'm not really gossiping because it's true. Moving right along. He who, he who guards his mouth and his tongue keeps himself from trouble. In a multitude of words, transgression is not lacking. Whew. Last week you said something that struck me. It's amazing how God puts an order together. See in his order. In a multitude of words, transgression is not lacking. But he who restrains his lips is prudent. What's prudent mean? Wise. Keep going. 
For as the rain and the snow come down from the heavens and return not there again. Oh, I love this. I love this. And return not there again, but water the earth and make it bring forth and sprout. It may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word that goes forth out of my mouth, it shall not return to me void without producing any effect unless, but it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose, and it shall prosper in the thing that I sent it to do. My words are creative. My words have authority when they leave the lips. They have authority when they leave. They put things into law. Amen? Wow, that's good right there. Through Him, therefore, let us constantly and in all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise. How do I do that? Fruit of my lips, which is the fruit of my lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify His name. I think that was my last scripture, wasn't it? They're giving me a thumbs up back there. Through Him, therefore, let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify His name. If you will stop, just stop all during the day. What does the Word say? The Word says pray cease, cease, ceasingly. Without ceasing. Thank you. Appreciate that. I need all the help I can get. Pray without ceasing. Giving Him praise. If we're doing this, we don't have time to self-focus. We can't self-focus if we're continually. What is Psalm 34? Man, we've regurgitated Psalm 34. At least I have. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make boast. Come, let us exalt the Lord together. Man, if this is coming out of your mouth, you don't... you. You're creating an atmosphere. He said He inhabits those who what? Praise Him. Praise Him continually. Let it be nonstop from your mouth. Speak only what's holy and true. And if you're having trouble with these things, then what does Paul say? Think on the good things. The things that are holy, true, honorable. Amen? Amen. Okay, I'm winding up, wrapping up, coming down, I'm landing. Let every word from your mouth, let every word that comes from your mouth be edifying. Conscious discipline, self-discipline. Right here, talk to yourself. I have conversations all the time with myself. Yeah, y'all act like none of y'all do that, right? None of y'all do that. Oh, yeah. Well, sometimes I think, you know, what? how's that old saying go? I need to have an intelligent conversation, so I have one with myself. Now, everybody that knows me is really cracking up right now. <laughs> Praise God. Did you guys enjoy this tonight? Did you get something for it? Great. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Whew.
You know, there's just something about standing up before God and speaking, man. It just gives you this charge. I, I'm getting what Gene used to say. Just, you know, he feels like he go after he does this. It's all good. My goodness, my goodness. I love you all. Thank you for having it. I would like to say um, to our visitors, thank you so much for coming, Sandy and Tim. Thank you for coming through through a friend of a friend all the way from Illinois. Isn't that cool? Let's give them a hand for being here tonight. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Um, I think the Lord wants to wrap it right there. Okay? Can we stand up, please? Lord, I thank you for the time that we've spent with you tonight. Lord, I thank you that everything that was said will not return void, Lord. It will accomplish everything in which I said it. It will not return void, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you put a guard on our mouth, Lord. That we begin to understand that what we speak matters. Lord, let us be creative. Let us become again bold in this, Lord. That we begin to speak out creatively and say, God, I want to see your glory. Send the signs, the wonders, and the miracles, Lord. Send the healings, Father. We're ready for your glory now, God. We're ready. Begin to speak these things out of your mouth. Lord, we thank You and we honor You. May the angels take charge. In Jesus' name, Amen.